Welcome world to Townley Money Basics, the show that takes this big concept we call money and breaks it down into itty bitty pieces so I can understand it better and hopefully you can too. Today we're going to continue the conversation of savings. I know I keep talking about savings over and over but I really do feel it is that important. But this topic today will round out the savings episodes and it'll it is about building wealth. So once you've got everything kind of set aside for your emergency fund and retirement and college or whatever higher education purposes you're going to need, now it's time to start building some wealth. This is where the magic happens. This is where we start taking our active income, the things that we're putting our hard-earned time, money, and life force into, and we start letting our money work for us a little bit. But don't let me get ahead of myself. Let's just start with the beginning. So this is investing. This is in building wealth. This is the act of allocating resources, usually money, with the expectation of generating an income. And this is simply just money working for us instead of us for money. So passive income, this is where things get really neat, get really cool, because as you may know, with active income, you are required to show up and do something, provide a good or a service. Your time is required. Normally you'd be paid by the hour. Maybe you'd make a salary, but you're gonna be limited to how much you can do, how much your output can do. The cool thing about money working for you is the opposite is true. You can be asleep, you can be traveling, you can be you know, enjoying your favorite hobby or pastime, and your money is still working for you. So let's jump into that just a little bit. Passive income, your money works for you. How cool is that? No, so no longer are you having to get up, no longer are you having to put your effort into something. You know, you may have to in the beginning when you get it set up, but at the end of the day, your money starts to work for you. So how do you do that? When you have this extra money, you start investing in things like stocks or bonds or mutual funds, which just takes a bunch of those and puts them together in a nice little package so you can diversify. It could be real estate. It could be patents. It could be, you know, anything that is going to generate. It could be, you know, real estate in the sense of you you become a landlord. You have some rental units. Now, I know you're going to have to work on some of that. So this isn't all just I don't have to do anything. Sometimes you're going to have to do the care and feeding of it. But it's going to be a lot less than the hour-for-hour hour trade you're going to do for something going forward. So when do you invest in this? When do you get to the point where you can actually build wealth? Well, like I said, that emergency fund needs to be established. You need that at least $1,000. You need to have three to six months of your essentials set aside. You need to make sure that you have that, that insurance against life, where if something happens, if something jumps up on you, if you get hurt, or if you're unable to work for a little while, you have a buffer between then and when you have to pay your bills and such. And you don't want to do anything knee-jerk. You don't want to be excited when that's happening. You want to make sure you're doing that with a calm mind. Or you want to give yourself some time to maybe get back in the game if you're hurt, some time to recover. If you lose your job unexpectedly, you want to give yourself a chance to get a new job. So that's why we say three to six months of your essentials. The next thing you need to have in place is your retirement. Your retirement should be on plan. You've met with a financial advisor. You know what you want to be when you grow up. You know how much money you're going to need to do the lifestyle that you want to do. Maybe you're going to be a minimalist and you don't need that much money going forward. Or maybe you want to live a fat lifestyle where you're going to have the best of everything forever. Depending on your plan is how much you need to set aside for retirement. So make sure that that is secure to what you feel comfortable with. As you think about the last quarter of your life or so, and and I know we're living longer, so we need our money to last longer too. After retirement, we want to start looking at our higher education. So if you have determined that you need more higher education or if you're putting away money for 
a child or maybe another family member for higher education, you want to make sure that that's in place as well before you start building wealth. And you can kind of make a determination how much that's going to be. You know, if it's going to be something that's not going to be very expensive, maybe you can start building wealth sooner rather than later. When you have checked all those boxes, then you're ready to start building wealth. Now, let's talk about when it's time to not invest. It's not time to invest in your wealth, and I know this is kind of sad, but you, you want to make sure that all your debts are paid off. If you have debts, if you have credit cards that have high balances and high interest rates, you want to make sure you take care of those before you start building wealth. You're, you're just going to be simply taking from one place and putting in another, and you're going to find that maybe you're even digging a hole because you may not be able to make the returns on your money of investment that will compensate for what you're losing in your debt. So take a good look at your debt, and we'll we'll spend an episode talking about debt so you can assess that, good debts versus bad debts. When is it time to go ahead and start investing in something else, and when do you want to let debts ride? So we'll get into that in another episode. The other time you don't want to invest is when you're trying to time the market. This is a fool's errand, right? You, it is going to be very difficult to get into the market at the quote-unquote right time. The best time is when you have additional resources is to part, start putting them in the market, start investing in yourself. If you leave it sitting under your mattress and just cash and it's not earning anything, you know, you're going to start losing the value of that money before long. So you want to make sure that you work with a financial advisor and you find ways to invest that, that someone that's going to understand what your risk tolerance is. Maybe you're very conservative and you want to go to very conservative type investments like bonds. Or if you tend to be more aggressive, if you're younger and you have more a, a longer time horizon, then you definitely want to invest in something a little bit more aggressive. Yes, the risks are going to be higher, but the rewards are going to be better as well. So you want to make sure you sit down with your financial advisor, someone who really understands your situation, understands what your goals are going to be, and then you can start to do that. So the other time you, you don't want to invest is when your emergency fund and retirement are not on track. We need to make sure those are foundational things. It's part of our savings plans. We need to make sure we have that emergency plan in place. I know I say this a lot, and you're probably tired of me saying it, but it is true. It's the bedrock. It's it's the foundation of everything we're going to do with our spending plan is to make sure we have an emergency fund so that when life happens, and you know it will, that you are prepared to deal with that. Now, check my episode on emergency funds where you can hear me get on my soapbox and talk more about that. I won't do that to you again in this episode. And then finally, if you are in a situation where you're still spending more than you make, in other words, you're still putting things on credit card to make ends meet, that is not the time to invest. We need to make sure that we get our our spending plan in order, in order for us to set up for a long-term investment strategy of building wealth. So we can't skip this step. We can't skip you know, making sure we have a good foundation, our savings is on track, We're going to talk about essentials in an upcoming episode, but we can't skip any of these steps and go straight to building wealth. I know it would be nice if we could, but it just doesn't work like that. If you don't have your foundation in place, then anything we do here is going to be for naught because anything you're putting in, you may have to take it right back out and that's going to cost money and fees. So we don't want to get into that right away. So the next part is you just make it Part of your spending plan. You want to pay this just like a bill. So after you have everything in in place, the, the principles still apply here. You want to pay yourself first. That's the whole purpose of savings. But this part of savings, when you got all those other buckets filled, you start paying yourself like a bill. It's still 20%, right? So if you're making $100, you want to take that first $20 and pay yourself. And you go through the buckets, the emergency fund, the retirement, 
the you know the uh, higher education bucket, and then when all those are full and overflowing to the next one, then you start investing in here. And this is where it starts to work. So that twenty percent is always money working for you. So in the beginning, even though it's active income, we're starting to make those dollars work for us. And in each one of those buckets, they can do that. Now, it's going to be a little bit more liquid in the emergency fund. As we said before, it's not going to make as much money. It's not as sexy, but it needs to be liquid. And we want to be able to get a hold of that retirement. There's going to be a longer horizon on that. You know, With higher education, if you start when your kid is younger or if you start when you're younger, then you'll have a longer time horizon on that as well. But you're also investing in your future going forward with the higher education, and then you start building wealth. So once you start clearing all those hurdles, building wealth is going to be much easier. But you want to pay it like a bill, just like you always have, just like the the savings, the 20%, that stays there. If you want to do it in a more fire, financially independent, retire early, you're going to be even more aggressive than that 20%. So when you get to the point where you're actually investing in it, it's going to feel a little bit like monopoly. It's going to feel like money because you're not depending on that money. You're not depending on that money for groceries or rent or anything else. You're truly investing in it and watching that money grow. And compound interest is going to be on your side. Yes, you're going to you're going to win some and lose some. You're going to see the stock market go up and down. You're going to be upset when it happens. That's why I encourage you not to look at it on a daily basis. I only look at it once a month to see how my investments are doing when I'm figuring my net in, net worth once a month. So don't torture yourself with this. Just let it go. Let the money work for you and you know, try to, to ease your mind about the whole situation. You have a system, let the system work for you. What is the purpose of having these investments? What is the pers- purpose of having this passive income that's working for you? Well, eventually we wanna get to financial independence. And to me, financial independence is when your passive income When your money's working for you and you no longer have to work for money. So a lot of people talk about retirement, you know, and the days of pensions are pretty much gone or living on your investments going forward. That's true to an extent, but a lot of people try to put an age on that. To me, it doesn't matter how old you are. If your money is working for you and you no longer have to work for money, in other words, your income is mostly passive and no longer active, to me, you're financially independent as long as you can cover all of your bases, right? You want to cover your savings, your essentials, and your wants, and you want that lifestyle to be whatever it is that makes you happy. That, to me, is when you can you are financially independent. And so I don't even think about retirement. Retirement is like a, kind of an age thing, and, and people think about it as like you know, 65, that kind of stuff. I want to be financially independent. I want to be at the point where money is working for me and I don't have to work for money anymore. The other thing for, for the purpose for these investments is big, big ticket items. Maybe you've got a generational family house that you want to do. Maybe you want to build a house where you move in and your, your children and grandchildren come and visit you and you want it to be big enough and you want to have the holidays there. You want to host everything and you want to have the space to do that. Maybe you want to buy a second house in another part of the country, maybe closer to your family where you can visit your grandkids. Maybe you want to buy an RV and hit the road. This, when you're building wealth, you can start using this money for your dreams. I mean, for the things that you want to. Remember, you can't take it with you, so you might as well enjoy it now. So this money can be used to do that. Right now, we're starting to do, we're traveling and stuff. So we're setting aside money just for a fun money account. And that fun money account allows us to go on cruises and go on vacations and be able to fly our children and, and meet up with them. So I, I am so grateful that we've gotten to this point and I, I'm, I'm so excited for you to get to this point as well. 
So if you've got that dream home or if you want to travel or if you want to do those things that you've always dreamt about, you get there by taking these these steps, paying yourself first, taking care of these buckets, and then eventually you get to the point where you have more money than you need to, to do your living, and then you can start to dream big. You can start to really think about things that you really want to do, and your money is working for you, so it doesn't matter even if you go on these vacations, your money is still working for you. There's been some cases where I've seen where if you're making money at a good enough clip, maybe you go on vacation and you still make money. You know, you don't even lose money by taking the trip itself. If you have your own business, there may be some opportunities to write it off. If you're doing business abroad, if you're if you're maybe a public speaker or a comedian or someone who is able to travel and practice their art, maybe a musician, you know, there may be other benefits. Make sure you talk to an attorney. Make sure you talk to a tax accountant. Make sure you talk to your financial advisor to see if you qualify for those things. So. This is, this is really where life starts to get really good, in, in my opinion, and you really have the flexibility over your time. And then you start asking yourself questions like, what does a perfect day look like? And what would I do if I had unlimited resources to do whatever I want? Well, this is the beginning of that. This is the part where you can let your imagination run wild. So in recap, building wealth, right? This is the, the pinnacle of savings. This is where we start to take that active income and start letting it work for us. So the money starts working for us. Eventually, we'll get to the point where our passive income will not only exceed our active income, but it will totally replace it so that we're able to do everything we want in life with passive income, meaning that we don't have to show up. We don't have to have a job. We, we may still have to put some effort into it. And if we love what we do, we should really continue to do that. We also want to start mentoring other people, but this is where we money works for us and we can do pretty much Within reason, what we want legally, you know, don't get me in trouble, right? You want you have your sights on a big ticket item, whether it's a second home or another car or jet skis and all that kind of stuff. You don't worry about buying that stuff because you're not going to go in debt to do it. This is the money you're going to use. You're going to save up and say, hey, I want a really nice car, maybe a $100,000 car. You know, and cars are getting really expensive. So you save it up, you let it work over time, and then you pay cash for it. You know, I mean... How good does that feel when you can pay for something outright? You don't have to worry about financing it or wondering where the money's going to come from. Well, that money's working for you now. So you need to know when not to invest. When all your other ducks are not in a row, that's not the time to invest. That's not the time to build wealth anymore. You need to make sure you cover the basics, the emergency fund, the retirement, the higher education if you have those needs. Make sure all those other buckets are, are taken care of before you try to go anywhere else and do anything with building income. But once you do it, it's going to take off like crazy. You keep feeding the monster and it's going to keep growing and growing and growing. So make it part of your spending plan. Make sure you have a purpose for that money and reach out to me. Tell me what your plan is. You can find me at townleytech at gmail.com. You can find me on LinkedIn at Sean Townley, or you can check out my website, seantownley.com, and I'll catch you next time.